We are going to talk to you all today about our top three and potentially honorable mention for a few topics. Uh, category one are the top animation, top shows, top movies, top games, and comics slash books of the year. So, yeah, we got a full one. Happy New Year, everyone. It's the Joystick Show. Hey, we're yeah. back in a brand new year. The three brothers from Hawaii have True. gathered again to discuss with you some things that we've read, watched, or played. And it's going to be the season to remember because we're going to remember all these things in order. And if you fancy what you hear, please like and subscribe on the platform you frequent. It helps us out a lot. I'm your co-host, Drake. That's Thomas. What up, what up, everybody? Happy New Year. And that's Scott. How's it? Happy New Year, guys. Damn. I am pumped. No, that pumped. was great. Good vibrato. Thanks, man. Thanks. Really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. So <laughs> we are going to talk to you all today about our top three and potentially honorable mention for a few topics. Uh, category one is going to be our top. What is it? Top? Yeah. So our, <laughs> our top <laughs> categories are. Thanks, notes app. Uh, we got our, the top animation, top shows, top movies, top games, and comics slash books of the year. So, yeah, we got a full one. At the end, we get into some things we're thankful for, and then our, our 2024 most anticipated and some predictions. Bam. And if that doesn't excite you here, then I guess you're going to have to go back inside, find somebody to ask them for a consent to kiss, Drink some champagne, buckle up, and get ready for the new year. So why don't we kick it off, Tom? Give us our first category, and we will descend. Yeah. Okay, so starting right off the bat, we are doing the top anime slash mation of the year. And for my number three pick, I have Across the Spider-Verse. Wow, number three. I know. That's going to give me hate. I I already know people are going to call me an idiot. It's my number three, though. Okay. And Scott, give us your numeral three. No, just just that. Oh, number three. Just oh, I felt, I felt yeah, like wait, no, no, I felt no, no, like you guys see. already disagreed. Oh, 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 oh. I, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. What's yeah. your picks? <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb pick. Uh, my pick was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, too good. Uh, bad. Okay, so that oh that when I heard animation, I was thinking just like. <clears throat> animated shows and not movies okay so that's fine i mean that kind of throws me off a little bit animation or um, anime it's kind of there yeah <clears> okay <throat> hey, actually you know what number three i'm still i think i'm still through this number three for me is uh chainsaw man Ooh, oh, chainsaw man dude chainsaw man yeah. oh chainsaw so good dude it was that's, good. i can't wait for that to come back i want to jump in and start reading it but then i also like waiting for the next episode and watching it like while it comes out. So I'm torn constantly. Right. But okay. Chainsaw Man. So definitely. Okay. The dirtiest like anime that's popped up, I feel like recently, and it's still like cool characters, cool action. That, that show was like a sleeper hit for me. I did not expect yeah, to yeah. like it as much as I did. And I, I, I was like, what a, back, yeah, like so sure. stupid, the concept and the name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, 
It's great though. So, but like, it's so deep too. Like the characters and like the mm-hmm. thought process behind like the gods or like whatever they call them that, or like demons that like yeah. take over you is like that's a re- really crazy concept. The more humans fear it, the stronger that demon is. That's yeah, wild. Really yeah. cool. I like that. Yeah, super mm-hmm. sick. Kind of our topic that we were talking about fear in general. Yeah, just negate it. It's a terrible excuse, guys. <laughs> yeah, ter- <laughs> I'm not giving you any pep talks anymore. <laughs> I love you. Sorry, I only make try and make things um, funny because I'm uncomfortable. Go for it, Drake. <laughs> oh, my number three. Uh, this is gonna sound very atypical, but I want to. I'm gonna go with South Park. Oh, okay. Ooh, Reason being okay. is. We've been watching it since we were like since like what ninety six, and it's still going on. It's still going strong. It's still pushing the boundary. Mm-hmm. It's only getting better. Well, I mean, it's refining its own animation, but it's staying so present, and it's with characters you've grown with, and it hits on political cues kind of a little bit more on the nose and much more verbose than other shows like The Simpsons and or Family Guy, which are also long term shows uh, that we've lived with for years but Mm -hmm. south park uh just continues to keep pushing things forward even now in a changing world and i appreciate what it's been able to do over these years so number three goes to south park right on yep i have no disagreement there i think that was a cool choice all right number two for me is my hero academia this season was phenomenal um i will say that this was like the highest highs and the lowest lows so when the show was good, it was like unbelievably good. I was like, holy shit, did not expect any of that to happen. But then when it was bad, it was really slow. And I'm like, where is this going? But I feel like it brought it home at the end of the season. And I think next season is the last season. So I'm super, super hyped for it. Still continues to be my favorite anime. And uh, yeah, so for that, this latest season of My Hero Academia. Ooh. There. Scott, can you... Give us something the same or different. Different. It's going to be different. Ooh, so I think okay. my, now that I'm including movies, I think my number two is um, the TMNT movie. Nice. Oh, yeah. was, Elaborate. Yeah, it was one of those, like, um, I think the art direction and everything was just so, like, fresh. And um, mm. I feel like, along with, you know, the Spider-Verse and then now TMNT, I feel like that was, like, the next jump into, like, hey, animators, like, take crazy chances and you can still make cool movies. So like, I'm hoping to see like even stranger, like animation styles, like hitting the big screen, you know? Yeah. Like I really like that. And then the story overall was good. It was funny. Um, it had still had all that great turtle feel. It kept it new and fresh, but great also like feel. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cold yeah. Those turtles feel yeah. real nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Just all the back of skin loves salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, really cool movie i really enjoyed it um i like i knew i was gonna like it but i like liked it even more after i saw it, you know like so that was, oh, wow. was good wow sounds like you just met you're like hey why don't we uh take this outside then you guys warm embrace okay moving on go go okay pick it up okay number two i'm gonna go mario bros um mainly because it's from a reputable source illumination chose to take it on and i think animation wise it wasn't anything um record-breaking but i think being able to actually bring mario to the screen uh, i think was a long time running uh thanks john leguizamo back in the day uh and thanks like animated uh situations but uh, to get it in that form uh, with er with multiple things we can relate to 
much appreciated. Number two goes to you, Mario Bros. Solid choice. I like it. That yeah, it kind of falls in line, I think, with your South Park because there were so many like topical jokes that they had in there that was like great callbacks and everything. That that movie was way better than it should have been. Yeah. Okay. So my number one pick before I get into it, my honorable mention was actually something that Scott said plus something else. So Mune Mayhem was so effing good like i was so surprised how good that movie was it it was fantastic it looked beautiful um but my other part of that in the honorable mentions category is nimona that was on netflix um about that little girl that turns into the beast yeah so that one was oh was so tight i loved that that movie um again that was like a sleeper hit for me and then when i watched it i was like holy shit this they brought it this movie's incredible plus i'm like a fan of anything riz ahmed does and i had no idea that was like chloe grace moretz as nimona so honorable mention chloe grace yeah uh my number one pick for this year for animation though is blue eye samurai it blew me away okay good number one i gotta say it blew (laughs) you away we're gonna hear that again Uh, we're back with the copying Uh, (laughs) i gotta look at his number ones (laughs) but that yeah blue eye samurai phenomenal all around uh voice acting was done well the animation is incredible the story was like it it's not even fair to say like animation in a way because i think that turns people off from it like you know people think Mm -hmm. here animation they don't think they think it's for kids but this is not for kids there's like nudity, there's gore, there's blood. Like this is like Kill Bill amped up to like a hundred for me, um, and I like it even more than Kill Bill. Like set in feudal Japan, bro. This movie, holy shit, or this show. I mean, so good. But it was like a movie. It was so good. Yeah, every, every episode was like a movie. Like I will say, it's yeah. like episode five of that show is one of the best standalone episodes of any show I've ever seen. I promise you. Like I put it Dang. in the top five of any show I've ever seen. It is I so agree. good. Some praise. Like if, if this was like a adult Pixar short film and they just released that, I'd be like, holy fuck. Yeah. We need to make a movie or something. Give them money. <laughs> right. Like, Can we get this yeah. into a series? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, right you there. had me at series. There you go. Right. And then now that we got the series, like, yeah, but we want the movie. Now we want the game. I mean, seriously, yeah. I want to just live in this world that they, they built, the way they used colors, the way they drew certain things, the way they were like able to animate fight scenes. Bro, that that, oh, that show yes. like blew me away. So that's definitely my number one. Yep. Scott, what is your Scott, number yeah. one? Or just go for it. Oh, just do Okay, it. let's piggyback Fine. that idea. Number one is still <laughs> a blue white samurai, okay? Okay. Um, okay. I think you described it well when you said um like it's an animation, but you you almost don't want to call it that. Like it is like so there are people I work with that enjoy good stuff and every once in a while we'll like tell each other, like, oh you check this out, check this out. With this show I'm leading like do you watch Adam? Do you watch any sort of animation? Like, I'm oh, not really. And I'm like, there's a sh- there's a show that I think you should check out. And like, like I always have to tell him like the story is freaking good, mm-hmm. the voice acting is amazing, and like I think even if you don't like animation, you'll like the show. Like it's done so well. Right. Like I, I think I'm leading off with yeah. like, do you like Kill Bill? Because because that's a good way to do it. yeah. Like you yeah. know, and then you're like, it just you know, it's the story about this is this. By the way, it's animated. Like that's how I'm pitching it from now on, because it's it's not animation. It's way better than that. Like it, it's yeah. way better than it should be in this medium or like what people think it is. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so definitely agree with that. Um, honorable mention, of course, Mario and Spider Man. They're 
they're amazing, and I do love those movies. But um, you gave me shit my honorable for mention. Crossfire vs. Being number three, and yours is an honorable mentions. You bastard! Yeah. I don't know who gave you shit, dude. <laughs> Um, my, my honorable mention was Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, oh yeah, that I just love that show. Like I just love the cast and the characters, and like it's a good I could watch them it's going on show. adventures forever. You know, yeah. Um, so that was great. You know, I just that season ends super yeah. crazy too. It's like God, and now we have to wait again for it. Whoever knows yeah, how long. Forever. Yeah. Uh, my number one was Paw Patrol the movie. And um, <laughs> for real, are you for real? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Oh, you got, um, you got me on that one. For, I was like, you're like, oh, fuck. Get like, out of this corner, dude, you're back um, <laughs> Yeah, um, explain. For me, my favorite, or for me, number one was Bleach Thousand Blood War arc. Uh, just mm. because it was a crescendo of, because everything I've been watching of Bleach and we've been watching together, um, you know, played video games, potentially got arrested for something, and then um, being able to share it uh, as a whole. And so to kind of get to see... The, the latest arc um, from manga to animation and kind of keeping it true to the soul of it, but also showing it um, through these, you know, beautifully animated images. Uh, that was my number one for me. Um, and my honorable mention is uh, Scavenger's Reign. Ooh. Uh, HBO or on Max and um, kind of a very, uh, not avant-garde, but a... A clash between a drama and like an Adventure Time style of um, imagination and thought process going into kind of animation we're not used to. Um, it's not it's it's not atypical, but it is something that catches our eye, tells a great story, shows us a little bit more uh, than just kind of what we normally see, and so that's why it gets my honorable mention. Nice, nice, man. Yeah, I, I know. I, I started it. I haven't gotten past the first episode, but. It's been getting praised everywhere online. It, the art style, I think avant-garde is the way to do it because even the way the plants and like the animals interact, it's like super original. I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like it from what, what I've seen from the first episode and then what I've seen online. So I think that's a solid choice. Very cool. Sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that was it for top anime animation. Uh, man, great choices all around, guys. All right. Next category, we got top shows. And God, in a year where there were so many, I, I'll just warn you guys now. In honorable mentions, I have like four shows, so it was. Oh, it was. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for letting that slide. <laughs> um, yeah. I had so many more shows <laughs> that I was in love with this year than I was with movies. Uh, I don't know. It just like was harder for me to be gripped by movies this year for some reason, but shows, oh my God, did I dive in and get sucked into them. Uh, there was just so many crazy, incredible things. So my number three goes to Gen V. Elaborate on why it is third. So yes, it, and it's going to be sound crazy when I name some of the other shows, but this is why for me, um, I love the way that it spun problems that we see in society now and kind of satirize them, satirize them. Is that the right way to say it? I don't know, but it yeah, made them satirical sure. and it, it took like these real world issues and then like amped them up to 11. And then also like if you had, you know, these super powered kids in college, like how crazy would all this shit be? But also like I wanted to root for these soups. In the boys, like all of the soups are like dickheads or a-holes, you know, minus Starlight, Kimiko, blah, blah, blah. But like mm-hmm. th- most of them are a-holes. And this one, like I actually wanted these kids to like win. And that was an, a refreshing thing for me in the world of the boys, especially I wasn't expecting it from a spinoff. 
I had I like I I thought I would enjoy Gen V, but I didn't think I would love Gen V as much as I did. And I really loved the characters. Like Marie was solid, Andre was solid, like the twist with Kate, all that stuff like really blew me away. So that's why Gen V at number three. Nice. <clears throat> that's good. Um number three I have I have the um between these two right now let's go with this one i've got the last of us okay at number three um yeah they did a solid job of like adapting the game to um live action i love the cast um can't wait for the next season i think we all really enjoyed that show yeah there's so like you said there's so many damn good shows it's like a lot of these are like uh my number is this no duh like they're all <laughs> yeah, <good>. yeah. <laughs> exactly but yeah last of us like yeah. and like for me for the shows like any one of them could be like one for number one for one episode and then it could be like number three for the next episode so it's like you know, yeah they all kind of are interchangeable right <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah. um i think my number three is going to be kind of a little atypical it is reacher season two wow that's going to be my number three, and I'll tell you why. There's some other shows on here that I'm going to give a lot more talking to as we go further up the list, but Reacher, <laughs> Reacher Season 2, I loved Reacher Season number one, and the reason why I'm super stoked for it is because it's going to come out on December 15th. I haven't even watched it yet, but it's already made my it's top made list the for the list. first list episode. Made the watching? list. <laughs> that's that's yep. unheard of, people. We've got yep. so, we've got a new uh, preemptive. Seriously, we've got a new way of critiquing. Wait, before twenty four, it's still in the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you yeah. just realized, like, um, you know, earlier you uh, Mario Bros made your list. Like, you look like you work for Nintendo, Drake. You do. <laughs> well, like yeah, you can see my hair. I've been working for seventy eight hours straight. Yeah, and uh, I just got you back. You look in like time your name is like Matsumoto Hidekiyami or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is great tatsuyama mitsuhishi <laughs> yeah yeah mitsubishi yeah. toyota subaru um okay so <laughs> yeah we're japanese so we can say these things people. yeah i know yeah, yeah. um which i feel like we say every episode now uh, okay. justify it. <laughs> yeah always justifying our japanese-ness uh so for me number two is succession uh it just close the door in this way of a incredible show it was a superpower on max or hbo and it just found a way to kind of like sum up everything perfectly and it, it didn't have like that perfect satisfying ending and yet that's what made it great so mm-hmm. yeah for me succession nice <clears throat> succession. Um, <clears throat> second show i have is beef dang nice beef is um Oh, I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, this, uh, I think I have an idea of what this show's going to be. And then when I saw it, I was like, whoa, this is like way better I had, than I thought. It I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I thought I knew what this thing was about. Like it's, that's just like the beginning of that little parking incident thing. But um, yeah, this show's so good. Love the cast. Um, and then, you know, love seeing Andrew Santino and more. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Boom, boom. Sick. My number two was Ahsoka. Mm. Um, obviously I love seeing lightsabers obviously I love seeing uh, Star Wars things I feel but like I you had to go with because... your second thought in that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I love seeing um, Sabine <laughs> or something yeah, I don't Sabine know what you're just pixie cut and all um, peaches 
and cream. <laughs> uh, it's mostly because I enjoyed Rebels. I enjoyed the animated Star Wars, and to see kind of those characters that were just kind of in that lore come to life on screen and blend so well into things we already love, like Star Wars and The Mandalorian and Book of Fett. Um, so moving forward, it just adds to this kind of great allure of what Marvel has done so well, which is team-up movies um, off of original characters um, and original individual characters' movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what Star Wars will culminate uh, in 2024 as we um, continue to move forward there. So Ahsoka number two. Nice. nice. Yeah, that was a great choice, man. Um, no disagreement from me on that one. All right. So for honorable mentions, before I get into my number one pick for the year, um, you guys already named some of them. So right off the bat, I have The Last of Us, Beef, One Piece, Mrs. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Loki. Uh, I think all of those shows are phenomenal and all deserve to be in the top three in some way or the other. But they just co- they got edged out just a little, little, little bit by one, two, and then of course th- uh, three. And so, yeah. yeah. So for me, the number one pick for the year for top show is the bear got the same list here shut up <laughs> <laughs> are you for real you got the bear you're well? stealing my number ones here yeah hey, was the ba- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's skip you the bear for me <laughs> right okay so yeah well i guess we could it's do it together good. in a joint fashion then like god it just it's well acted. It's well written. It shows – again, we've talked about it before, Drake, when you were a chef, you know, the stress of yeah, it, yeah, the yeah. the preciseness, the the pressure, all of that stuff. I feel like the show perfectly encapsulates that and it just gives me so much anxiety and yet at the same time, it it's just beautiful and it's – it's mm-hmm. messy, but I love it. But it's also like, God, I would hate that. But God, it seems worth it in some ways. And just to capture, the, I feel like there's this lightning in a bottle that this show captures. And I, I don't, I've never seen any of the show really do it. It's just like so raw and real. And like, but like, it's not murder and killing. Nobody's dying, but still, it just feels yeah. like yeah. everything it, is so high. Yeah. It feels like, like, yeah, there's a lot of chaos, and then even like like that's great, and then like the slow scenes are great. Um, it's like the the most interesting show about the most normal thing. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's just like people in real situations, and like, and this is the only show where like outside of this show, like I'm we're at work, and like we're like yes, chef. Yeah, on yeah. your left, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's know, like we, we're all fans of the show. It's like, a meme this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So good. Like, yeah, when yeah. the wife tells you to grab food on the way home from work, you know, yeah, chef. It's like yeah, you can just chef. use it everywhere. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Allen White has become like a superstar overnight. Like some people knew him from Shameless. Now he's like everywhere. People are like, is he going to be James Bond? Yeah. You know, it's like this launched him. Star. I mean, Io out of bio, I think from Bottoms, from um, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, who played April. Like she's mm-hmm. in everything now. Like this yeah. uh, Iman Boss, um, what was his name? Bakrock, I think. He, mm-hmm. He's he been in everything now. Like it, the show is just insane for me. And yeah, God, it's, it's just so good. For sure. Wow. And then I had two of the same honorable mentions. Um, I had Loki for sure. Like that one's like kind of rocky, but the ending, they stuck it. They stuck the ending. Stuck the landing. So happy you said that. So fucking good. And then One Piece was my other one. I love One Piece. Um, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like it's so hard to do live action anime. And they did a solid job. 
and I'm hoping to keep going and it's brought in new fans and that's what it's about. It's awesome. Definitely. I mean, the fact that you liked One Piece, like I felt like that was, you were going to be in my mind, the hardest critic because you were a fan of the anime when it was, when you were just watching that. So the fact that you liked it, I was like, oh, hell yeah, they're doing something right here. Yeah. Well, um, my number one and honor, my number one could be the honorable mention and vice versa. <laughs> what? That did, and what? For different reasons. Why would it, your honorable it mention be, be, be the best of the year? My honorable mention yeah, yeah, could yeah, be my yeah. best pick of the year. <laughs> yeah, or one that I had a hard time making into the top three list. So think of it that way. I like um, that. I like it. So uh, in in this situation, it's shrinking and the Last of Us, and the reason why is because the Last of Us was. Uh, very fantastic obviously it proved that video games can be shows slash movies epics if you would Mm -hmm. uh visually in real life with practical effects and special effects um with the story that stuck so true to how we feel about the last of us as a whole and those two individual characters and the world as a whole obviously drake loves zombies but um it was also because it was just so fresh um why it could still be honorable mention is because uh, as fans, obviously, of the games, they strayed a little bit, but also it really made all the difference to understand the world and put touches on it that just made you tear, made you feel for all these characters. Um, thank you, Ron Swanson. And <laughs> why Frank, shrinking is R. because R. Ted Lasso, uh, I was coming off the tales of Ted Lasso, and obviously I love things that Bill Lawrence does, and to have so much interconnection between the shows, mm. um, Zach Braff, um, the writers as a whole, um, it was just an awesome show. It, it touched on things that everyday individuals can understand, can um, cope with, but also gives you enough positivity to understand that A, you're not alone, and B, you can make it. Um, and I think those types of shows should be more plentiful so that we can continue to build that culture here. Hell yeah. I agree. Great I show. Like yeah, great choice. And yeah, I get what you're saying now. I thought you were just making up nonsense, but you explained it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mr. Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we're back. We're so into top movies now. And for my number three pick, uh, I'm split, but I guess, yeah, one of these would have to be an honorable mention, but I'm in between Air and Flaming Hot. The kind of biography pick about the Flaming Hot Cheetos. I love that yeah. movie so much. And I also loved Air. Both of these are kind of inspirational. They both have jokes in them. They both uh, kind of have like are based off a real world thing. And they're both phenomenally acted and directed So and written. So um, yeah, Air and Flaming Hot. And you love Michael Jordan. I do love Michael Jordan. And I also like Flaming Hot Cheetos. So I'm just <laughs> sensing a theme here. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's that? It's, it's Scott. Uh, it's you, bro. Oh, sorry. You're going to introduce uh, me because I was taking too long. Thanks. No, no. Um, just, hey, dude, it's open. Once I'm done, oh, yeah, you're up. I was. So I was scrolling down. I was like, oh, yeah, honorable manager. I should look at some other ones. Um, so my number three is um, <clears throat> is the Banshee of Inisherin. Wow. Oh, I was yeah, wondering if that was going to make anybody's the, list. Colin Farrell. Yeah, it was great. We were just like, I just rewatched the trailer for it and I'm like, I got to rewatch this movie. It's like so like indie film. I think it's eight twenty four. I think it's eight. I think it's eight twenty four. I could be wrong though. Oh no, it could be. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I guess that doesn't qualify as indie. It feels like a not such a. Sorry, my head. I'm like when I think indie, I'm like it's not like Marvel. Right, right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a smaller budget or yeah, yeah. yeah. 
whatever exactly. Paramount or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so well shot. Actors are amazing, of course. Um, the chemistry between the actors are great. Mm. Um, it's a drama. It's also a comedy. Um, you and it like it gets you feeling for the character because it's like there's a mystery involved. You know, like there's the whole like the whole premise is like one guy doesn't want to be his friend anymore, and you're like kind of like on that guy's why? side, like wait why and like the whole town's like wait why what'd you do and then the friend that doesn't want to be a friend is like going to extreme it's just like a silly concept but done so well like just the yeah. micro acting they do is like awesome mm-hmm. um definitely recommend checking that out if you guys have it yeah that's a good movie yeah. it put me down like a weird <laughs> mental trip after i watched it i was like diving so deep into the, all the meanings behind everything and stuff yeah and sometimes i like a movie like that that's like gets me thinking after the movie's done where i'm like oh just like thinking about the movie and so you know that's why you need that yeah, yeah. anything christopher nolan ever makes then yes <laughs> everything yeah all right drake memento um my number three is guardians of the galaxy volume three. Oh, okay uh number three because it matches with the volume number as well too so i just like to have that parallelity what nice. okay but, um, okay that's a good reason. reason. Like it's it. fine. It's a great reason. <laughs> but you're like, I don't validate you. Drake, yeah. Okay? I mean, your answers are it's, dumb. You know, it's your life, so you choose the wrong answer. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, just the um, no, I'm just kidding. But um, okay. number three, because I think as uh, comic fans and ha- having grown with Guardians of the Galaxy all together, we've we've all experienced kind of that high and that low, and this one. Um, kind of gave us the feels right the super feely feels and mm-hmm. kind of a, a wonderful uh end to the trio of the situation um in terms of the movies and um and number three because there's other movies in front of it that i think are a little bit more emotionally significant for me but i'm also a sucker and a romantic so moving yeah. on all right Oof, I like on, that. Um, another two choices oppenheimer uh, you know, I don't really feel like because it was the bomb. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, it really was. Um, singing in IMAX was incredible, and it was a movement. You know, I'm always a fan of any type of movie that that brings people out and like gets people in interacting and involved. So little bit um event television or movies is you know in this day and age with streaming and people being able to watch everything at home. So if it like draws you out, uh, I'm super on board with that, and I feel like Oppenheimer did that on like literally in such like explosive fashion and the sound in that movie like i don't think i'll ever forget it i don't I don't know when i can see it again because it was like oof, that's like a once in a year once a year thing but it was phenomenal so well acting killian murphy deserves all the shine robert Downey jr is incredible florence Pugh, incredible like all of them man uh yeah blown away <laughs> oh my god nice. scott very nice i don't think i could say it any better uh my second pick is oppenheimer imax Right on. Um, that's for sure. Um, I think I agree with that. It's uh, the replayability is not real high for me, but it's definitely a movie that felt like it was important for me to see. You know, like it was. It's like one of those like you gotta see it. If not for the cast, if not for the story, if not, there's something in there for you. There's a reason for you to see this movie. Like it's great. And then IMAX, yeah, that sound was crazy. We don't have an IMAX down here in Hawaii, so I was lucky enough to catch it when we were on our trip on the mainland. Missouri. Yeah, we got to catch it up there and like Go Tigers. It was great. <laughs> there you go. Um Yep. And it blew me away. Oh, <laughs> it seemed to have blown right. both of you. <laughs> yeah. What a slut. Um <laughs> we high five. So my my number two um uh, movie of the year is uh Bottoms. 
And I loved that movie in the sense of kind of like really ridiculous over the top comedy. That's not so ridiculous. Like it's not another team movie. It's not a parody of itself, even though it kind of is meta. Uh, the, the actors were hilarious. The situations were hilarious. The premises were hilarious. And we haven't really had a movie like that in a long time. Um, something that kind of pushes the boundaries of certain things, but still stays relevant within our pop culture and um, where we are politically. So uh, very hilarious to see bottoms is number two for me man i really like that choice we just watched it recently and it's like a true comedy we always talk about how there's Mm -hmm. no true comedies anymore and it is just that and it's you know i would say it's equivalent to super bad in some ways but then it gets even even more ridiculous at the end but it's like kind of cool it's still it's plausible yeah it's plausible but it's just like fun and it's like if you if you go into it like this is a comedy like that's a ridiculous ending and it's kind of funny so i i love that i (laughs) like that choice a lot okay my number one uh first uh my honorable mention and then my number one um honorable mentions this year uh you know they were good uh you know they're not gonna blow anybody away but uh, but they're not you know the wow (laughs) <laughs> but they're good. They're they're solid, solid movies, and I think they deserve to be seen. There's other movies I probably should put on the list. I didn't see Past Lives. I didn't see Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, shame on me. But uh, I will say these movies I did see. I saw them in theaters. Uh, not Champions, but Champions is one, and then Blue Beetle. Um, I really, really mm. think that movie is solid. It, it deserved to to have more people go see it in the theaters and. It did it, and it's now in Max. Watch it there for sure. But it gets so much right about superhero movies, and it's so fun, and yet has touches of uniqueness and originality to it. And uh, yeah, I just feel like more people should have saw it. Oh, did I say what my number one is? Uh, oh, yeah. Champions is good too. Uh, Woody Harrelson and the chick from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Watch it. It's very heartwarming. Um, and then uh, my number one pick is was your number three, Drake, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, that, wow. that Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking serious. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'll send you my list later. It's, Great minds think alike. I, yeah. it, it's not wrong. It's good. It, it is. Okay, it, it, you go. Yeah, I, I, I saw it at the, the fan premiere event. Go check it out on social media. Do a small recap about it. It just like got me in the feel so hard in a way that like – you know, some people are like, oh, dumb comic book movies. But, like, I was I was crying in the theater. Like, I've seen it multiple times. Every time, it, like, tugs at my heart. Well, every time I look at my animals, like my pets, I think about, you know, what their life is like. Doing testing on them. What's that? Doing testing on them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah I go yeah, full yeah. high evolutionary on them. Every time I'm cutting them <laughs> open. No, no, no. No, I love them. But every time I look at my pets for real, like, I, I just think about what kind of life they probably have and that, like, you know, we're responsible for the world that we create for them. And, and like, animals don't have a voice. They can't always speak for themselves. And, like, something about that really touches me. Something about this conclusion to this amazing chapter and that, you know, James Gunn put his heart and soul into it, felt like he lost his life, but then was able to come back, make this movie, and then for it to turn out as good as it does, it's just incredible. The way the cast stood behind him. Um, there's just so many factors of it. And I feel like this is Marvel at its peak. Anytime I hear people say like, you know, Marvel has fallen down after Endgame, like that's completely bullshit if you watch this movie. If you watch, for me, Spider-Man No Way Home. But these are like gold standards, Marvel. And um, God, I, I, you know, it's so hard for me to rewatch this movie. And yet at the same time, I love it so, so much. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Do you have different reasons, Scott, or just yeah. the same reasons as Thomas? No, I like it for all the exact opposite reasons he likes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, 
yeah, I mean, similar. Like, I thought I wrote it down on my first, and I thought it was maybe silly because out of all the movies that came out this year, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like a Marvel movie is making the top. But Guardians is like my favorite movies out of the the Marvel franchise. Like, I, it's like the the team I never heard of in the beginning, and I like them the most now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they talk about sticking the landing. Like, they stuck this landing so hard in this, like, third movie. Um, it could have very well just been its own trilogy of like uh if it came out back in the day and it was just like a Guardians trilogy, like it could just stand alone. You don't even need any of the other Marvel, you know, yeah. cinematic universe really. Yeah. Um true. Yeah, it's just so good. Um yeah, and definitely hit me in all the feels. Um I didn't think I'd like be that sad watching it and then that happy, that hyped later when they're fighting the hallway. Like there's just so many good moments in this. Um and yeah. so many funny moments. Like James Gunn super nailed it. Um my um, honorable mention, uh, Bottoms. Oh. So good. I didn't expect that to be like, I didn't expect this That's comedy right. to come out like of nowhere and just be like so funny. That like might have, for me, for for a bit after we were like kind of talking about Bottoms, I'm like, that could be number one too. Like, because I love comedies. There's not a lot of solid comedies like that movie, um, but definitely honorable mention. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number one was the movie called A Million Miles Away. And it's because uh, I'll watch anything with Michael Pena. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. But this movie, um, essentially, it was about an uh, immigrant farmer uh, who became an astronaut. And to uh, it's, it's autobiographical um, to a degree. Uh, obviously, a little bit more flair. But um, it was just so inspirational. It made me feel what the guardians feels but on a you know on a non-fiction standpoint uh where you know fear is no excuse right you you can achieve you can achieve and this movie does a perfect job at kind of showing how uh if you let things stand in your way then you'll be hindered but if you just move those aside you can do anything um yeah, just movie inspirational for me for uh, going into 2024. And I would say my honorable mention is Quiz Lady. I just, I don't know. I just thought that movie was real funny. Yeah, definitely. I got to watch both of those movies. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember how many episode uh, episodes it was ago, but when you were talking about Quiz Lady, but I could tell, I was like, ooh, he really likes this one. And uh, yeah, yeah go funny. check it out. Drake does a great job of kind of reviewing that one. So right on, man. I like it. I got I to gotta watch A Million Miles Away. I think that past lives... And like a couple other mo- or Killers of the Fire Moon is like what I need to see before the year's up. So it could change. If you don't yes. tear up at a million miles away, I, I you have no heart. Call, let me know. If I you, like if you forgot do that movie. It was on my list, and then other things came out. And I kind of it's been on my back burner. I I gotta watch it soon. Yeah, that, yeah. It looks really good. It does for sure. Yeah, it's right on. Yeah, you're crying right now. You're just Fuck you, Michael Pena, dude. He's just so. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> okay, we are now into top games of the year for us. Okay. For us. So, yeah, it's not every game that came out. And if it's like, you know, if you're asking why I don't have Starfield on there, well, I don't have an Xbox. So I didn't yeah, play that. Fucking Xbox. But, um, you know, I. I might have if I had an Xbox. I don't. So anyways, my number three pick yeah. is a game. Also, here's another caveat. It is a game that actually came out in December of last year, 2022. But I wasn't able to play it till this year. Um, and I was like – I was like a – a little addicted to this game for a second um and it's just so well done it's a Firaxis game it was midnight suns 
So Marvel's uh, Midnight Suns, man, like, wow. I, I just didn't think I would enjoy a turn-based card game as much as I do this one, but it's so unique and um, finds ways to kind of make everybody cool and important and um, just the, the ways it makes it challenging is interesting too. It actually like made me think, but once you get it down, you just kind of find a flow with it, uh, which is weird for me as I don't really think I'm a, a really analytical thinker too often, but this did and i don't know i just nice. had a ton of fun with it so yeah Marvel's were you collecting fun. some shards on there too you don't collect shards you do collect yeah. like items and books and stuff and then there's an element to it where you're like building friendships between like the character you create and like the rest of the marvel team and it does some of the best writing with like this is the most i've ever liked captain marvel whether it's been in like comics or obviously the movies, like this game, um, the way you interact with her and stuff is the coolest. There's like side missions where you and Blade go on like a walk or whatever, and like you get to the core of Blade. There's a part where um, Blade wants to like you know just do something fun for the group, so he starts a book club, and then each part of the book club blades book club yeah it, it, yeah i mean which sounds ridiculous but it makes sense within the game because you it takes place over like a hundred days so um you you know it's like blade with captain america with wolverine at some point with um captain marvel and then there's like a secret romance that's kind of bubbling under the surface between blade and captain marvel and like why they you know, and it makes sense why they like each other because you're in the middle and you're kind of hearing the gossip from each side and like they're slowly peeing back. It's like, oh, you guys like each other, but you don't even know you like each other yet. So there's just elements to that. And then like the action's cool and like the environment, the way you use the environment in the game. It's like I, I feel like this game should have got more credit and it didn't. But um, yeah, for that, it's my number three. Imagine Blade's book club being like how to spot a vampire and how to do it. <laughs> and it's just like how to spot it and then call me. Like just <laughs> in the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of like the Wolverine side when he joins the book club. His is very like like low level surfacey things, and then like Blade is actually like a really deep thinker, and he you know he's about philosophy and like all these things and, and the art of war, like Sun Zeus oh, okay. kind of stuff, and yeah. So yeah. just it, like it just builds out everybody's personality so damn well, and then they tie in like new characters like Nico from the Runaways or um, uh, what's her name, um, uh, Colossus's sister. I forgot what her name is. Something Rasputin. Anyways, oh. magic. I know her as magic. But she she's interesting. And then you go into limbo one time and you have to pull her out of limbo because she feels like she got someone killed. And dude, it's just great. Like the story building in that show from a Marvel perspective is like, man, they, they crushed it. I just don't feel like they got enough credit for that game. Okay. Hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Speechless. So, nice. Yep. I see it. I'm thinking about you said Colossus sister, and I was trying to spin Clarissa into Colossus. <laughs> okay. Because like, I was trying to like, right, oh. why Clarissa? Because I'm like, oh, well, how can you? What is the closest name to Colossus that would be a female name? Oh yeah, Col Colossa, Clarissa, Clarissa, Colossus. And like in my head, I was like trying to make that work, and it didn't. So here we are. Glad okay. I said it out loud. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my number three is Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Not Tears of the Kingdom. Not Tears of the Kingdom. Not Tears of the 
Okay. Breath of the Wild. See, this is what happened. Okay, I picked up Breath of the Wild when it first came out, and it was sitting on my shelf. Never had time to play it. Tears of the Kingdom came out. Bought that. Talking with my coworkers, like, you really should play Breath of the Wild because you might not ever go back because Tears of the Kingdom is fun and it's different. They they kind of elevated everything that was in Breath of the Wild. I started playing Breath of the Wild. So fun, guys. <laughs> you should play it. The internet's <laughs> like, if you dope, haven't bro. played it, go and play it. Um, it's a big game too. I still haven't beaten it, but I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Um, and I'm looking forward to after beating it, casually jumping into um, you know Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe when the third game comes out, start picking that one up, play it. Um, second game that is. But it was yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's portable from Switch. And I'm learning all the tricks on YouTube, and it's kind of cool when you like learn how they do like. There's like this bomb trick you can like lay a bomb, lay another bomb, and then it like boosts you like across the map. Hmm. Learn that shit, and it's awesome. There you so, go. Learn tricks from YouTube. Yeah. Do it. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, nice. Do like it now. It. Drake. Um, my number three is Diablo Four. Ooh, Diablo. A newcomer has entered the battle. Yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of interesting to to kind of get back to it. I remember playing it on the computer once a long, long time ago, and I was like, "What is what is this?" And I that was when I kind of wasn't super into like high third person movie movies. And then over the course of us being able to play like Marvel Alliance and having played things like SOCOM, um, SOCOM, XCOM, and uh, it, just more third person based things. Uh, this was actually kind of fun. The the element of the RPG is fun. Obviously, it's a Blizzard product, so it has great storytelling and great animation. Mm. And then being able to do it with you all um, was also very exciting to be able to kind of get in there and do a little D&D without uh, the elaborate setup of um, our other... Robes and wands group. and beards. Yeah. yeah. No, a great choice. Yeah. I love that. All right. Next up is Jedi Survivor. Uh it was a solid game. <laughs> like it, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a solid Star Wars game. It has everything that you would want: double lightsabers, lightsaber and a pistol, um, dual wielding, like all of the cool shit you get for stars, but just like amped up. So they expanded on the game. The only thing I really want from this now is, well, we know we're getting a number three, but I want to see Cal Kestis in live action. And when you have a character in the video games who's so good that you want to see him in real life, like I think that's a well-written character. Um, yeah, I want to see that. Okay. Very cool. I'm going to say my number two, but I have a feeling we have the same number one. I'm just throwing that out there right now. Oh, no. Uh, my number two is Hogwarts Legacy. That game oh, oh, is nice. really fun. Yeah. Um, if you're a Harry Potter fan, this game's a shit. Uh, even if you're not a Harry Potter fan, still a lot of cool, interesting stuff they have in this game. Um, I feel like they nailed everything. The only thing that could have made it better, which but it was still a good game without it, was like some sort of multiplayer. Um, but if that would have hindered the game, I'm glad they didn't put it in. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next installment. If they, I don't know, did they agree to do one? If so, I, I think I so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. That's why so we're far. not getting any DLC. I think because they're like, yeah, it's gonna go all towards that next. Game. I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm for and it. Quidditch. I am for it. Nice. Yeah. Um, my number two is exactly what Scott said. It is Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, it, it's one that I, I've been looking at and talked about with you all for a long, 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 long time. Um, and it it met expectation. It was pushed back because Cyberpunk was put on its nose and 
they took the time, they put in the effort, and it's everything you would hope it could be. Um, there are things that you want a little bit more from, but I hear, like Scott had said, it's coming moving forward. Things like Quidditch, things like a little bit more customization, things like uh, being able to go to Cabin, and um, <laughs> we'll be seeing that moving forward. So Hogwarts Legacy, definitely please do a number two. Because all it's over your chest, Scott and I's number two. Yep, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. All right, Scott. Just to be a friend here, because if we do have the same number one, I want it to actually actually seem like it's your idea first. Uh, go for okay. it. You can give your number one an honorable mention. Okay. It rhymes with <laughs> booty. That dumb pick you had earlier for your movie, <laughs> Schmider Man. Okay. Is that your number one? No, I'm just joking. It's an awesome movie. I keep saying Andrew Pickle's dumb. It's not dumb, sorry. Which pick? But um, Wait. <laughs> you said Spider-Man Across the Universe was your pick, and we were joking about how it was dumb pick. Oh, yeah. Um, but it gotcha, wasn't dumb. Gotcha. I like that movie. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But Spider-Man 2, the video game. Is that what you have? That's, that is my number one as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. They gave, they nailed everything. It's amazing. But uh, I didn't get to finish it yet. I'll let you further explain that because you got to play it through um, completion. So, oh yes, there was a lot of completion. Oh god, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. That, tell me about it. From the start of that game, you know, go back. You can listen to our reviews. But from the start of that game, I was like, this is something special. Like we've seen Spider-Man so much in our lucky lives growing up when we did, whether, you know, the first live action movie to the cartoon when we were younger to video games. Like, but. This was done incredibly well, had two different Spider-Man, they had unique stories, and they also both felt useful, and they felt like they were a good team, and it felt like you really did have to switch between both of them. Um, and then to wrap, in, wrap up in the game some of Spider-Man's biggest villains and make it make sense, like, bro, they had this monumental task, and somehow Insomniac keeps like topping themselves i don't even know how they do it anymore but you know spider-man one was great then miles morales was also great seemed better than spider-man one and then this seemed better than both of those so dude oh my god if you're a comic fan or like like any of that stuff and you haven't played this game you are seriously missing out because for sure top three spider-man experience of my life is so damn good yeah and like how pumped is this making you for the wolverine game like i'm glad this studio's taking a swing at the Wolverine. Like if it's, if it's ever going to be a good one, I feel like they're going to do a solid job. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't even know how you do Wolverine, but it's like, if it's anything like this, I'm so on board. Like, God, yeah. it, Oh man. Oh boy. This is uh, speechless. This game is phenomenal. Drake. Well, my number one is not your guys's number one, and it's only because I've been slightly obsessed with football over the course of the time. And by football, I mean association football, and by association football, I mean soccer. Yeah. So, Football Manager twenty four um, has been number my number one pick since being introduced to like FIFA, and then getting into kind of the more tactical side of it. Mm -hmm. And the game has been so influential that uh, within the Premier League, which is the United Kingdom's, or I guess the world's best club league or domestic league, um, have hired individuals based off of their experience and success in the game. And that's crazy to think about 
um, this Gran Turismo style of situation where you can play a video game and it directly translates to the actual thing that it kind of mimics um, in game form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to see that happen and to be able to kind of play it and see, you know, what all the hype is about, but also to kind of dive more into the thing that I'm slightly obsessed with now. Um, it's been wonderful. So FM24 gets my number one nice. vote. 2024, Drake yeah. is now the coach of Arsenal. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> yeah. that would be <laughs> super dumb for them, but yes, that would be tight. <laughs> make it till you make it, baby. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's so good at that video game. Fucking <laughs> his ass. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's I love it. You're coming with some original picks and very fitting. But like, I, you know, now I know if I have any questions when it comes to football. Dude, we get the World Cup next year, right? Is that next year? 2026. Oh, it's 2026. The God. Copa America, I believe, is in 2024. That's, ah. So that's like the U.S. is going to be in the Argentinian uh, and Brazilian style. So we're going to be facing those guys. It'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Great games this year. Uh, I know I kind of wish I was able to play more of like Starfield or mm. what else? There was other like big games on this. I was yeah, Tears of the Kingdom because I didn't play Breath of the Wild. I was like, no, but I I do want to play it. Those games look great, and like people were like, that is a top tier game for sure. So yeah, we hopefully we'll get to play them a little bit more, maybe for Christmas. All right, so we are Merry in Christmas. yeah, we are in uh, top comics, comic books category now, and uh, we'll just quickly go through it. Um, I'm just gonna like ramble them off. Uh, all in order just to kind of save some time um my number three pick is a guest of the show art edwin and we had dave law on here they wrote a fantastic comic and i do actually really enjoy it and um, i was so surprised by the ending of issue one uh such an interesting idea it's called california inc and the whole mm-hmm. premise is that california um, became its own privatized country and um, kind of seceded, I guess, away from the United States. But then because of that, there's all these warring factions in California. And the first, uh, you know, not to spoil too much, issue starts in Tahoe. And these like basically, yeah, warring factions slash assassin is trying to like take over Lake Tahoe because it's such a big source of water for California. Um, And then like crazy shit ensues from there. But uh, yeah, I was like, man, like when's issue two coming out? Like, this was great. So that was fun. Nice. Um, I guess it may, I don't know if any of these are cop out because I loved all our guests comics. Like I really did. Um, whether it was <laughs> like, uh, Brian Lambert's comic, uh, from wingless comics on justice, all that was really good. Uh, who else did we have on, um, in the comic front? Oh, Alan Dunford. If you haven't read, uh, any of those, uh, of his comic, uh, um, Pocus Hocus, super freaking good. Yeah, so I can't really cool, like, yeah. they're all in this category together. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, but my number two was the Gargoyles franchise that just relaunched. It was done by, um, I'm like blanking his name right now, but I want to say Wiserman. He helped create the show back in the 90s that we all watch. He's now doing the comics too. They just came out with issues 12. Um, I'm not all the way up there yet, but from what I've read so far, it's it's adding so much lore to the Gargoyles universe and like getting more of these characters that I, that I loved from the cartoon. Um, we reviewed the show on, on Challenge Accepted and God, that world is so rich and interesting and um, – mm. Yeah, it's just so sick that they brought back this comic. So really, really digging that. And then my last one is an old comic that I just – oh, full 
Became a oh, unicorn. unicorn man. Oh, yeah. My last one is unicorn man. Uh, sorry. If you, yeah, if you're just listening, my dunce hat slid for it. Um, but the last one is the rise of X. Um, I started this year, um, back in 2019 from Jonathan Hickman reading all of the house of X and powers of X comics. And it, it is doing things to the X-Men that I, I am blown away with. There, There's a story in that run, you know, this is before Rise of X, and there's a part where they have figured out a way to make everybody um, reincarnated and like bring them back to life, like almost immortal in a sense, but they all have to go on this mission and it's like a suicide mission and Charles and Magneto are like, hey, you know, we need you guys to go on this mission and we don't know if you're going to be able to come back. And like slowly, like each one of these people are dying and even though we know they can come back it's still so heart-wrenching and it's it's still so intense there and at the last moment um cyclops is trying to get back to gene and he's turning the corner and gene's basically the last one left they're like the last two mutants left and uh he gets captured gets knocked to the ground and you hear him talking to her and she's in this spaceship in on like the side of this thing um and this lady like points this gun to his head and you know, he, he was like, well, hold on, you know, like I got to get back. She doesn't even let him get another word. Boom, shoots him in the head. Since she's a psychic, she can hear all of his last thoughts. And we also know at that moment that she's basically alone in like space and that she's, you know, they're going to just murder her. So there's crazy levels of like wow. deep parts. There's a part where, um, simultaneously in the same issue, I think, um, there's this last moment where Wolver- like everybody's getting killed and it's Wolverine and Nightcrawler and they're this one part and they have to break apart the center of this space station because it's near the sun. It's basically a Dyson sphere that they're using to create advanced AI that's eventually going to create a weapon so powerful that, that mutants or evolution is not going to be able to stop it. Um, but there's one section of this piece that's still stuck to the space station and – Wolverine knows like there's no other way we can do this like you got to bamf me out of there and I got to slice it off but they both know if they go out to the side of the spaceship like the sun's going to burn them alive and they're they're having this conversation of like we know we have to do this Wolverine asks him like what do you think death's like like do you think a person like me gets to go to heaven and he's like he's like I think so and he's like and he's like and I will tell you my friend like I'll be waiting there for you and boom, dance out there and like the whole, you know, <laughs> Nightcrawler instantly just, yeah, burns up. Uniboner. And then Wolverine is like slashing away at this while like all the muscles in his body are like falling off and everything. And I'm just like, it, it like, nice. yeah, it like shook me. Dude, literally shook I have me to, to core. This. this is called House no. of X. That's the beginning. Yeah. So this goes back to 2019. They're now in, and presently they're in the fall of X, but, um, so goes House and Powers of X, then the Rise of X. Uh, yeah. And there's a bunch of different, I'm now in the Rise of X. The Marauders is fantastic. The normal Immortal X Men runs are really, really good, but this is like the start of it. And now we're in the fate. Then we had, um, Axe Judgment, like Avengers, X Men, uh, Eternals. And then, um, currently in the run this year, it was Fall of X. So that's where things are currently. I need a list from you. But I, I am reading like every book basically yeah. up until then, and Sold. dude, it, it is phenomenal. It's like fully like reignited this passion for the X Men, and at the same time, like it's it's treating like adult. The only thing I will say, there's a lot of like side things. It's really complex. You're, there's like side notes and like 
diagrams of how things work. It's a lot, but I'm okay. willing to dive into it, and it's it's paid dividends. So, yeah, that's that's my nice. top okay. pick of the year. Sick. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. That sounds Damn. good, dude. It was good. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a super fan. But, yeah, and then uh, – yeah, yeah, we'll let you guys go. Do you have any books, comic books? <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, so I did like a – I got a manga, uh, Audible, and then like a podcast. Sick. Yeah, far away. Yeah, cool. So, <clears throat> uh, manga, One Piece. So good. I mean, there's a lot of good mangas right now, but I think this one in particular, um, this year was so big for One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only in the show, but in the comic, he like beat one of the four emperors and um, he leveled up even more. Um Really good. A lot of stuff that we've been waiting to see are like happening right now. So pretty sick. Nice. One piece. Strongly recommend. Um, there's this audiobook I picked up. I guess the book came out in like 2014, but just this year they had a um, full cast like uh, release for like the voices and whatnot, the narrating and stuff. Mm. And it's called Red Rising. Um, really good. It kind of reminds me of like a um, Hunger Game esque, like the first book. It's like this guy who like um, he like works in the mines and um, <clears throat> they're part of like like the people are classified by colors like the caste system mm-hmm. and he's a red and he works on like he's on Mars and the golds are like the top uh, top people say and you're like born into your caste kind of thing right um, and kind of raised to do what you're supposed to do and um, the reds are trying to rise and they he ends up being pulled into like their um, resistance and they like they manipulate him halo style and they like make him into like a spartan basically like we're gonna make you into a gold we're gonna like um change your muscles change like everything about you you're gonna look different you're gonna sound different you're gonna be able to think like a gold move like a gold but you'll know that you're originally a red um and then we're gonna put you in a school like they do and then you're gonna rise up the ranks and then like eventually we'll call on you like that's the main goal mm. um, they're like planting a mole def- that's gonna like overtake planting I mean, a mole yeah. yeah and it's um it's following him so it's cool is like there's two narrators like his internal monologue he's like irish and he still has that irish accent mm. but then when he talks he um he i just keep picturing you know the guy who played um um adam warlock in um yeah guardians three yeah yeah i keep uh, picturing that guy as him yeah, yeah, him. Okay. Like, he sounds like him, but then his, like, internal monologue is, like, his, like, red Irish guy. But really cool. It's, like, he gets thrown into these, like, they got to do, like, this whole survival thing. And, like, it's it's just really cool. I'd strongly recommend at least just checking it out, read, reading up on it. Uh, nice. Called Red Rising. That's awesome. And especially awesome. with the full cast, it's awesome. Uh, John turned me on to it. Right, Johnny he's Harris. Like, Check it out. And then I finished. Yeah, Johnny Harris. Nice. And I finished the book. And he's like, oh, shit, you finished? And he's like, let me catch up. And, like. So we've been just kind of. I'm on the second book now. It's really good. Wow! It just released the full audio. Awesome. But, um, and then for podcasts, <clears throat> just got into um, the Are You Garbage uh, <laughs> a lot this year. Right. Those guys are just so funny. I recommend like if you're just looking for something that's like, I don't know, you're stressed out, you just want to have a laugh, just turn those dudes on. They're just like a couple of buds like us, you know, and they're just like. They're from East Side, so they have those kind of accents, and it's just the whole thing about them is very unique to them. And then I'm, I just joined their Patreon, and it's like they have another podcast within it called Hard Feelings, and they just like trash each other. Yeah, like 
this is what's been bothering me. And, so, and it's just like, I don't know, it's so entertaining. It's so funny. Um, I would recommend Are You Garbage podcast. There, so, yeah, that, that thing's great. The premise is great, too. Like, yeah. Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Uh, Chips Ahoy. Oh, man, you're, you're trash. <laughs> The big guy's writing it down like, oh, classy. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's funny. They determine for them, like, what's classy, what's that. And there's, there's guests that are like, how's that classy? Like, I don't know. We just think it's a little more classy. You know, you use this. Right. It's just like nothing matters. It's like the points don't matter, but it's funny. Yeah. And at the end, they tell you for trash or classy, and it's it's good either way. So it's, it's just yeah. – you got an interesting <laughs> interview too because there's not a lot of repeated answers. Like if, you, if there's a famous – comedian or actor or whatever that goes on there you're never going to hear that interview anywhere else right so yeah the shane gillis one was good i saw that one that one was pretty funny yeah yeah right on drake um so in terms of comics as a stand-up comics i think uh shane gillis's uh stand-up special super hilarious i just never the most recent one that he did um, oh yeah um something uh, dogs um, yeah some dogs just so funny it's so funny. I I uh, I lack the availability to explain it because I just don't wouldn't do it justice in terms of j- delivery, overall presence. Um, the premises are just not they're not avant garde, but they touch on things that you think can't really be touched and just make you laugh. The, the Navy SEALs bit is so funny. just yeah, is super classic. hilarious. Yeah, that one's going um, around all over the internet now. Yeah, yeah. I, it, because rightfully, rightfully so, so, it's super yeah. hilarious. Um, other technically any any type of animated situation that's bound in a book is technically a comic book um and i would say uh three of these uh stand out for me the most uh and they all technically happen to have animated series as well too uh invincible nice kimetsu no yaiba or dragon slayer obviously uh came out with its most recent um season and they're both doing extremely fantastic obviously being true to the characters um true to the ip but also moving it forward Mm -hmm. and then um Thirdly, for that one, Blue Lock, which is uh, going on the soccer theme as well. Too. Yeah, um, I gotta, I gotta start reading that or watching it, man. That, I, I hear so, so many people say how awesome good it thing. is. Yeah, just imagine uh, the intensity of you know Shonen Jump type situations, but also kind of how uh, anime really kind of parks itself on the dark side, but brings you there in a very beautiful vehicle, mm. right? Yeah, um, and Blue Lock is kind of that way. In the sense of we are uh, we are a nation of individuals who notice that we're getting better at soccer, but we want to be the best. So how can we get there? So they use the general ideas of like Kaizen and, um, you know, fighting through an endurance in this huge, uh, not tournament, but facility that's called Blue Lock. And they take all the best players from across Japan and they're trying to make them egoists in the sense of like your ig, your id and ego, mm-hmm. so that they can create a team slash individual players that can compete on the national level. And it's an interesting take on um, an association working to help bring that sport to prominence in their own country. Mm. And then in terms of comic books, more traditionally, there was something that um, I looked a little bit further into when I first heard about it. I got to read a little bit of it and it's by a, uh, an individual named Olivia Stevens and it's called, Darlin and her other names Mm. and i'm not going to spoil anything for you i'm just going to read you the synopsis because i want you to kind of like sit on it okay it is a werewolf western horror romance comic set across colorado and kansas in 1881 that's wild so 
the majority of the comic in itself is uh, black and white or shades, I should say. And what illuminates the most is the red that happens to be on the page at points in time. Um, the story in itself is uh, like two strangers who meet um, during some uh, an incident, like, uh, you know, something critical happens. And they forge a vengeful partnership, much like what we saw in Blue-Eyed Samurai, but a, a little bit more dark. Um, a little bit more sensitive. Hmm. Uh, it's it's a very interesting kind of not new but new take on comic books as a whole. It, it was extremely interesting. I think you should definitely check it yeah, out. It was, What's it called again? Yeah, what was the name? It's called Darlin apostrophe and her other names and her other names. That's yes. cool, man. Hell yeah! Check um, this out. Where do you read this? Uh, bottom. I mean, Yep, 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 yep. Nice, and uh, uh, <laughs> it was a uh, 2023 Ignatz Award winner, so Ooh. for outstanding artist, so it, it, it's got some credibility, it's got some clout, it's got some oh, cool. Yeah, definitely want to check that. That sounds awesome, man. Well, yeah, man, we've we've been able to like watch, read, play some amazing things, like we always talk about. Uh, the last bit for the night, we're gonna just kind of talk about our favorite episodes of the year that we all did together. Give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back. And um, I will kick it off with three episodes. Um, my th- there's no particular order. These are our episodes, so like I'm not gonna rank them. But I think if you want to send somebody an episode to listen to of ours, these this is probably where you should start. At least from my perspective, um, some of the best episodes of the year for me were episode 91. Um, starts off with Daisy Jones and the Sticks. I'm gonna pull it up really quick so I can like give you the full name because the names belong this year uh, for yeah, the SEO. I was like, I'm putting everything down, like whatever, whatever the name is. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, episode ninety-one. Let me go all the way down to this biz digital. It's probably right after ninety. Here it is. I got. It. Yep. So yeah, da- I'm gonna change all this. By the way, now I'm putting all the numbers in front of the title. So, anyways, it was Daisy Jonah and the Sticks, Ted Lasso, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, with a special guest, and it was my wife. So. That was great. She killed it on that episode. It was so fun doing something with her that she was really stoked on. And Daisy Jones happened to be a pretty good show. You know, not good enough to be on my top three, but it was pretty good. So yeah, yeah, episode 91 was really, really fun. Uh, And then episode 106. Let's see if I can find it. And it is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the Haunted Hallways and Fantastic Four casting. Um, Check this one out. We had so much fun on this one. It was hilarious. We were cracking up the whole time. Um, I was... It just stood out to me because it was so funny. We, you know, I posted some clips on the social media, but those don't encapsulate everything that we said in that episode. So check that one out. And then I will... uh, The last one for me, uh, honorable mention, episode 80, Check that one out. And then 114, Farewell to Ahsoka, Season 1, and Welcome to Gen V with a swing by of Spider-Man 2. That one was a really fun episode. We we were laughing. We had some good points. Um, so, yeah, these were some incredible episodes that stood out to me. We put out 51 episodes this year. If, you know, if we put up one more, uh, even bonus episode, we would have had an episode for every week. It's crazy. Uh, but that was – those are probably the three episodes that stood out to me the most. What about you guys? Nice. I like that. Um, so my three 
Um, we'll start with uh, episode 110. It's called From the Grand Line to a New Galaxy. That was a uh, we talk good about, one. Yeah, we talk about One Piece, Ahsoka, um, and Loki. Um, the, I think that's when we were introduced to the trailer of Loki, like what we're expecting and whatnot. Um, that was a lot of fun. I think especially because I was so hyped over the One Piece, like... Great. Yeah. So and I think I don't. And we, yeah, we had a lot I of fun there for that one, and you and Drake just crushed it. That was like an awesome episode. I I really dug it. I thought you guys killed it on that one. Doing it, doing it, doing it well. Yeah, I think we I think we did an awesome job. Um, though we always miss you, Tom. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my gosh. Anyway, second episode is the hundredth episode. Yeah, that was a that great one was. Too. Fun. It's always fun, especially it's um. Yeah. We do things a little different. We had some games yeah. and stuff like it's always Sucker fun. Punch in the house. Change it up. Yeah, it was a good celebratory thing we had. Yeah, we had uh, Jazz and Kobe help us out on that one too, or be on the episode in one yeah. way or the other. It, yeah, that was sick. Audio was a little rough on that one, so sorry guys, but that was the best that could be done at that point. Yeah, still tons of fun. S- yeah, and so then sure. anyway, yes, yes, and then my um my last one. Was our bonus episode Avatar, uh, Way of Water? Nice. Oh, um, yeah. I think mainly because we all got to watch the movie in person, and then we all jumped in Drake's rent a car and we recorded it there in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the only one we did in person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like all of us, it, it totally yeah, so, changes yeah. everything too. Like yeah. seeing everybody, and I mean, we see each other now, but like being in yeah. person is a different vibe. We yeah. different got vibe. it. Yeah, that's gonna be in my predictions and hopes for the future. But man, more yeah, yeah. more episodes together would be great. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so in no particular order, definitely Avatar um, was really great. Just to be together. Like uh, Tom said, changes the dynamic. Like Scott said, it's just friendship, right? So, uh, yeah, for sure. Moving forward, please, please, please. Um, one of uh my favorite ones that we did was the Last of Us finale, which was number ninety, and the reason why is because we talked about Hogwarts Legacy, we talked about nice. Ted Lasso, we talked about the Last of Us, we talked about Shrinking, we talked about you, we talked about the Mandalorian. Like these were the highlights of the year. And um, we got to touch on every single one of them. And to be able to do that, um, yeah, man, just friendship. I'm glad we still do this. It just makes me feel so good about it. Yeah, anyway, sure. moving forward. Uh, another one is the one right before the one you talked about, Thomas, is uh, the Marvels episode uh, 120. Oh. Or no. Uh, Did you say 121? No, you said 91. Yeah, yeah. That was for the last yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the Marvels one just because – you know, for lack of a better term, when we talk about movie. this movie, we did dunk on it, but we found ways to like uplift it. You know, even though we were critical of it, we still gave it some compliments. Mm-hmm. You know, we helped build it back up into something that um, for us was a little bit more manageable. Um, and that shows teamwork. That shows a little bit of maturity. And it also shows that, you, you know, you can still have faith in the Marvels uh, and Marvel, even though there might be some bumps in the road. I like that. And um uh for the other thing about within the general sichmahu <laughs> is uh the one that uh, it was a bonus episode for a million miles away is where alondra and i my wife and i kind of talked about that movie um and to hear it from her perspective 
uh, as well, kind of how she views it, because she also is an immigrant um, from Mexico, who also happens to, you know, work in the farming industry at one point in time. Um, and to see how far she's come and to see that an individual like that um, has gone that way, especially that that person being culturally similar Mexican as well, I believe, um, to see how it affects individuals. Ah, man, uh, you got to see it to believe it. So watch that movie if you ever get a chance. Damn. Or, or better yet, listen to the review. Then yeah. go watch the movie. Please support the Joystick Show. Oh, yeah. Nice. Dude, yeah. That's so great. I know we got, you know, pretty much all significant others were either on an episode or supported the show in one way or the other. And it's like special. It's like kind of moved beyond just us. And like, you know, the the significant others are involved. So thank you to all of our wives. Like th- yeah. this yes, wouldn't happen you. if we, you know, they weren't helping us out or supporting us. So. Thanks, uh, honey babes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, last bit before we wrap up tonight. Um, one thing that we hope happens with the Joystick Show next year and one thing, movie, show, video game, that we're looking forward to in 2024. Uh, do you guys want me to go? Do you guys want to go first? Do you have any ideas? Yeah, sure. Uh, I yep. want <laughs> hoping to get a new mic. That's something that's solely in my control. <laughs> okay. So, no. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should just do that's that. Before, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I do headphones too because this thing keeps crickling and cracking. Other thing, yeah, hopefully we just bring it. We're able to um, reach you know new people and um, build a bigger audience. That'd be great. Um, I think we're on track with that, but yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, like you said, we can do at least one even like meet up in real life and then like you know, do some pots or something that'd be great um and then i guess the big thing i'm looking forward to for sure is dune 2 Ooh. Ooh, that's Let's a good one to. god yeah. I, am, I am so looking forward to that too that's a great call yeah yeah definitely um i'm looking forward to well we'll start off with the movies that i'm looking forward to um, literally every movie that comes out in 2024, I'm almost looking forward to. Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop is coming out. Stuff. They're doing a Gladiator 2. Thunderbolts is coming out. There's going to be Dune 2. There's going to be Deadpool 3. There's going to be Planet of the Apes. Mm. There's going to be so much things that I'm going to have so much or so little time to watch all of them. Um, Madam Web? And also, you said all the movies? Yeah, at Madam Web, Blade, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 4, 2024. Dude. Also, oh, Mm-hmm. 2024 is the year of the dragon that's all of our years that's our lucky year that's when things are going to happen things are supposed for to be us. moving and shaking this year yeah Damn. it's going to be moving and a shaking so i predict um that someone's going to view it someone's going to view the dressing show and they're going to say oh those fucking tree brothers pretty funny you know what i think if they just had a little bit more support maybe financially and emotionally this freaking podcast would skyrocket towards the sky and stay afloat in the air for a long time because these buggers are real good at what they do yeah so i'm thinking that hopefully we, maybe we get a sponsor and i think um, they're japanese so. yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> hopefully yeah <laughs> it's going to be nintendo or like panasonic or sony <laughs> um maybe daihatsu who knows you know what i mean toyota mitsubishi bro, bro, i still believe and, um, i still believe in these bro. yeah still believe yeah and one thing I hope that we do um, and start making a little bit more um, available is, you know, the once a year, uh, maybe two to three day gather podcast in person situation. I just think more of those uh, fulfills a lot of things, uh, fulfills the friendship, fulfills the being able to do the podcast. 
changes the vibe of the podcast. Um, and also we'll probably eat some really great food and hang out like how uh, we used to. And the nostalgia uh, creeps up on me and gives me great pleasure. Yeah, we can call the meetup episodes like Crossing Streams or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Circle <laughs> Jerk. Yeah, yeah, touching our sticks. Um, yeah, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> our forge slash trap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got it, right? Just as a throwback. Yeah, yeah might as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Just for Thailand, let's go. Man, oh man, you guys just said so many things. It's making me so excited for 2024. Um, it's already been a fantastic year. We, we did so much more with the podcast than i could have even imagined you know from just thomas did a lot with it too though no no you're putting in the hard work scott and i have regular jobs yeah we okay so you know it's it's tough to run by but you you are doing so much for us not only are you on other platforms but you're learning how to do things uh you're autodidact and you're growing friendships and relationships that are going to push this thing beyond yeah. and Tom or Scott and I are happy to be a part of it and really look forward to hanging out with you. Yeah. And it's just getting um, better too, the way you do it every time, yeah. every day, total team effort. Thank you guys. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a crazy year. It's been a lot. We definitely have learned a lot. I mean, 51 episodes is nothing to laugh at or sniff at. Um, man, God, every episode, it did keep seeming like it was getting better and better. So, man, I'm so excited to do this again. I, you know, I want to get to episode 150, but yes, I want at least a couple episodes. If we did one episode in person this year, I want two next year, four, why not? Um, yeah, let's, let's get some sponsors. Let's get on all the, the channels. Let's up it. I think we are only getting better. We're just hitting our stride. God, there's so much cool stuff. You know, we had a strike in the middle of it that really threw a wrench in some plans. And it really changed the way I think, you know, I looked at how we were going to gather content and everything. Um, but we, you know, persevered through that. We started a pandemic and baby, we're still here. So uh, 2024 is going to be badass. Um, man. I, I, I love this so much. Um, I'm looking forward to Deadpool, and I think I'm looking forward to Furiosa. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of looking forward to Madam Web because I want to see what this madness is about. <laughs> yeah. uh, Let's all watch that in person. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, does it look good? No. One of them private theaters. <laughs> so, hell yeah. Let's let's get to an event next year. Let's try to figure out a hell con yeah. or something. Let's all go to it. Let's Yeah, let's do more in person and... Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it running. So with that being said, uh, let's all say the catchphrase together. And three, two, one. Thanks Thanks for sticking sticking it with with us. Yeah. The Joystick Show. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, thank you, peace out, and make it a great rest of your week.